before this episode begins, I want to give a shout out to RLJ Entertainment and uh, Katrina Wan and Tatum Wan specifically for getting me a review copy of Color Out of Space. That is extremely cool. I'm extremely grateful to be able to, to get this and to review this for you guys a few days early even. This movie comes out on February 25th if you want to pick it up on DVD and Blu-ray. But also, I feel like I should say that even though I got a review copy of this, uh, I am not sponsored by RLJ Entertainment. They were just cool enough to give me a copy for review. So the following review is uh, my own and not sponsored by the company. Though once again, I'm very grateful. That's awesome. Thank you. Now on to the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Helix Reviews Podcast. My name is David Arrington, bringing you reviews from a Christian geek worldview. And today on the show, I'm talking about the new H.P. Lovecraft movie adaptation, Color Out of Space. I was really excited for this one just because... H.P. Lovecraft. I love H.P. Lovecraft and his his stories, his storytelling. I really, really enjoy his stuff, and so I was really excited to hear, hey, there's an H.P. Lovecraft adaptation coming, and it's just that, that immediately ha- piques my interest. That immediately gets me excited. Now, as for specifically Color Out of Space... I think this is a good H.P. Lovecraft story, but I it's definitely not one of my favorite stories by him. This one, it was good. I think there's a lot of good, interesting world building and stuff in this, which is, is really what H.P. Lovecraft is good at. Over, I would say over a story, over uh, character development in a, a lot of times, what I really enjoy about H.P. Lovecraft is his world building, the world and the mythos that he builds up with uh, with these giant monsters and just not always even giant monsters, you know, but just with all this weird science fiction kind of stuff that he does that is always so weird and so interesting, but just a really cool mythology. And I think that is definitely layered into this, this book. It's not a book. It's a a short story, Uh, but that's layered into this short story, but also this is a story that should be pretty much impossible to adapt into film because kind of the the whole conceit of this story is based on this color that doesn't exist in our color spectrum, you know? So it's like that that's kind of the, the whole point of the story in a way. And so I was wondering how they were going to adapt this. How are they going to have it where this color is so different and so other from anything else that we've, you know, ever seen before. And I mean, the way they handle it is, uh, you know, they kind of have a, like a, a rainbow of colors with a heavy emphasis on pink. And then they kind of have the characters kind of be confused about the colors and like not even exactly knowing what color it is. Cause he's like, Oh, it's like his pink color, but it's not even pink. Like what is, I'm not even sure what color that was, you know? So he's, he's kind of confused about that. And it's, it's just ultimately the, the kind of confusion that they cast around the color and stuff, uh, kind of, it works well enough for what they need it to, uh, because again, in the story, 
It's like, it's, it's a color that's completely unexplainable. It's never been seen by man and all this kind of stuff. And so, you know, obviously they don't, they didn't invent a new color in order to make this movie, right? So, you know, obviously this is just going to be, uh, it's going to have to be a color. And they chose pink with just kind of a mixture of a whole bunch of kind of rainbow kind of color uh, in there as well. And it, ultimately it, it worked well enough for what they needed in this movie. This movie has some absolutely fantastic imagery, just really kind of beautiful and striking imagery. You know, when the, the colors... The, so the story here, it's about this family that lives on this farm and then a meteor comes out of the sky and it crashes into their farm uh, or just onto their land and the meteor is glowing, this bright pink kind of color. Um, and in, in the story, it's just some, that that's the unknown kind of color. Uh, so it crashes there, it's glowing this color and then... As, as the rock kind of seeps into the ground or whatever is happening there, stuff around the rock and, and around the meteor and everything that came down starts changing and stuff gets really weird. And so when these colors start to become part of nature or the nature around it and everything, it becomes very visually striking, very uh, visually interesting. And, uh, and and that's an aspect of this movie that I, I really enjoyed. Uh, I think they could have gone maybe even a little bit further with like some of the colors that float in the air in this movie. I mean, uh, maybe following kind of the look of like the rainbow bubble kind of thing in Annihilation, if you've seen that with uh, Natalie Portman, uh, you know, if if you've seen that movie, it's it's like this rainbow bubble kind of thing, and it's all just kind of hanging in the air, and uh, it's it's really cool. It's it, I imagine it was like a, a budgetary thing for this movie that wouldn't allow for like that extensive of those kind of special effects. Um, they have elements of those special effects in there, but uh, not to the extent that I thought could have been. Cool. Could have maybe even pushed it visually even more over the edge. But uh, the visuals is definitely something I enjoyed about this movie. Uh, there's also some very cool uh, world building going on in here that I enjoyed. Uh, very, very kind of similar to the sh short story. I think this is a fairly faithful adaptation of the, the short story in, in a lot of ways. But the this world building that happens is interesting. It's pretty cool. Uh, obviously, it's not as extensive as the short story was, even though it's a short story. So I guess they, they could have made it that extensive or something. But it's not quite as extensive as that. But it's pretty interesting and pretty cool. And there's kind of a, a pretty good mystery as to like what in the world is going on here with this meteor and everything. And I mean, that was, it was spoiled for me because I read the story. So, you know, I, I knew, I, I knew what was going to happen in the movie more or less, but I, I imagine if you go into this cold, you would probably like constantly be trying to figure out what was going on and, and, you know, what was going to happen next and stuff. Though, I will say that the answer to all those questions might be a bit underwhelming. Uh, it's it, it was in the short story for me as well. It was like it, it was a little bit underwhelming to to kind of figure out what what was actually kind of going on. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was interesting. Like the 
the the deci- deciding to commit to what they did is like okay it's that's interesting you know that's i haven't really seen anything like that before or i haven't in the short story you know really heard anything any story like that before so that's interesting but it's it's I definitely think it's kind of an underwhelming reveal as to to what in the world is going on here. The movie adds characters to the story, which is is kind of nice. Uh, I mean, not that there weren't characters in the short story. There there were characters. There were even these characters exactly. You know, the these characters were in the short story, but, you know, in my opinion anyway, H.P. Lovecraft, as I said before, is not great at at writing the characters. That's not really why I like his stories. I like it for the world building and and for uh, the the mythology and stuff that he puts in those stories, you know? So this movie, it it takes those really kind of thinly veiled characters from that short story and fleshes them out a bit more. Now, I'm I'm not going to claim that any of these were, like, real great, amazing characters that I was, you know, super invested in the whole time, but there was enough there to kind of carry you through the movie, at least uh, for me. This movie, uh, this movie is nuts. This movie is insane. It's, it's extremely weird. It's extremely, uh, surreal. If you don't like your movies to be surreal, then this one is probably not for you. Uh, personally, I enjoyed how weird and wonky this movie got for the most part. There's some weirdness in this movie that I wasn't as big of a fan of. And I mean, the main character is played by Nicolas Cage. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm not a big fan of, of Nicolas Cage here, but... And, and just in general, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Nicolas Cage and his kind of brand of crazy, which is definitely in this movie. Uh, I, I, I just kind of find him as an actor, hard to take seriously because of some of the just wacky, crazy facial expressions and weird mannerisms and stuff that he does. And, you know, I think there's some roles that he suits very well. You know, I think he fits into roles well, certain roles. But I'm I'm not sure about this one. Like, seeing him as, like, the, the everyman father type character I it, I don't know it it just wasn't really working for me near the beginning of this movie and and once like things start going crazy and he kind of goes a little bit more crazy like some of that later stuff worked for me because the whole movie was starting to go crazy and everything was starting to kind of go mad around him and so him kind of going mad too uh made made some sense right but but yeah I mean just as I've said before his general like weirdness that he brings to so many of his his characters and stuff is uh it's just something I'm not a, a big fan of so you know, there's there's some weirdness that I, I didn't like in this movie. Also, uh, certain ways that it... Uh, well, okay, the ending to this movie, without without spoiling anything, I guess, the, the ending's vague. It's it's vague, and it's... That's okay. I mean, the, the ending to the Lovecraft story, you know, was, was vague as well, right? But I, I think the vagueness works better in the context of the book or, or the short story because 
we're left to fill in the blank parts with our imagination, right? Like, in the end, it it works because he talks about these unimaginable things and, and things you can't possibly explain. And, and something like that works in the context of a book or of a written story because we can't see it, you know? And it, it just lets our imaginations run wild and our imaginations can can picture and imagine things that are, you know, the most amazing things in the world to us. And then, you know, in, in the context of the movie, we're, we're, we're limited to, uh, at least to, you know, to an ex- certain extent, we're, we're limited to somebody else's imagination and what they can put on the screen. And then when we see it on the screen, we can at least to some extent quantify it. Whereas in the, in the story, it's saying how, these things are, are like unquantifiable, you know, pretty much. And it's like, okay, so it's, it, I think this is a very hard movie to adapt, to, to adapt to a movie. This is a hard story to adapt into a movie. And I think you can see them kind of struggling to adapt it into a movie sometimes with the, the color out of space here. Uh, I mean, there could be ways around this, you know, around, you know, they could like uh, maybe not show everything that's going on, just imply more things that's going on or something like that. But then, it, I mean, it really wouldn't be the same story that was told in the short story. Right. So, eh, I mean, I don't I don't know. Uh, the the dialogue I found kind of awkward, like it, even before some of the weird stuff started happening the the dialogue between some of the characters i i found more awkward i think that sometimes it was supposed to be like the the funny jesting between family and stuff and that didn't always work for me i found some of that to be uh to be more awkward than uh than funnier or charming like i i think they were they were shooting for there and, uh, let's see, okay, I talked about Nicolas Cage, uh, the rest of the actors, the rest of the acting's fine, you know, it's, it's fine enough in this movie, I, there really wasn't anything that, that anyone that particularly stood out or anything, uh, it was, the, the acting was, was fine all the way around, and I guess the thing that did stand out is, hey, one of the kids from, uh, The Haunting of Hill House, which if you haven't seen that series, it's amazing, he, he's the, he's Nicolas Cage's kid in this movie, so it's like, oh, hey, that, that's kind of cool, uh, <laughs> random factoid there, that's kind of cool, all right, themes, uh, thematic material, this is stuff I normally talk about more towards the beginning of the review, but <laughs> to be perfectly honest, watching this movie, I'm not exactly sure what the main theme of this movie was. Like, the theme of the importance of family, like, sticking together pops out here a little bit. But I, I don't really think that's the uh, th- that's the main theme of the movie. It's, it's just something that kind of popped up here and there where it was like, you know, hey, we as family, we need to stick together and stuff. Um, but... It's it's it didn't seem like the main theme of the movie and watching through the movie I could not p- pick it out I couldn't put my my finger on what was the main theme of this movie what was kind of the idea getting presented here and I'm not exactly sure like it, it, I don't know if if the light kind of seeping into everything if that represents something if that represents like the 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 tensions in the family kind of tearing them apart a little bit maybe or or something i'm not exactly sure what that 
represents, but it it, it was all it was, it's such a weird movie that when it all came to an end, I was like, what was the themes of that movie? Trying to think for this segment, what what was the themes of color out of space? And uh, you know, I'm 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 not exactly sure what the themes of this movie was. Have you seen the movie? Shoot me an email, helixreviewspodcast at gmail.com. What do you think the themes of this movie was? Uh, you know, what did you get out of this movie while watching it? Let me know, helixreviewspodcast at gmail.com. Ultimately, this movie, it's a decent enough movie, but honestly, it's not quite everything that I, I wanted it to be. You know, if you're a fan of the short story, or if you like, like, kind of surreal, weird movies, then check this out for sure. Like, I'm, I'm not disappointed at all having watched this. I'm, I'm glad I, I watched it, but I could definitely, I could definitely see this having, like, a cult following, but I, I don't know that it's gonna get much more, uh, past that. So I think I've, I've heard that this movie, I, I guess, did well enough for them that the studio is, is moving ahead with another H.P. Lovecraft adaptation, and, uh, you know, I... I'm on board for that, you know, because I want more H.P. Lovecraft adaptations, you know, and even though this movie wasn't quite everything I hoped it would be, it was still good enough that I'm down with seeing more adaptations from these people, you know, hopefully they can choose a short story or, or one of H.P. Lovecraft's stories that is maybe a little bit easier to adapt into a film, you know, I'd... Ultimately, I want Cthulhu. You know, I I want a Cthulhu movie. You know, so let's let's do that. Let's do Call of Cthulhu or uh, or something else. I, but but let's do let's do one with a giant monster in it or some kind of monster because I like monster movies. You know, you want to go with that? Let's do that. Maybe maybe not. But uh uh yeah, I'm I'm on board for more Cthulhu or for more H.P. Lovecraft stories into films. I, this is this is something I've I've wanted for a long time is like a little bit more higher budget, higher quality kind of H.P. Lovecraft stories. And I think this movie is a definite positive step in that direction. And so hopefully with this step and with, you know, whatever that next movie, H.P. Lovecraft adaptation they're working on next, with that step, the movies will just get better and better, and then we, we can have H.P. Lovecraft cinematic universe or something. I mean, that would be pretty awesome. That's that would that's what I want, you know? I want an H.P. Lovecraft cinematic universe of just different random kind of stories that all fit in the same universe, but about monsters about weirdness and about all this kind of weird sci-fi fantasy stuff that he wrote about that I so very much enjoy. That's it for this episode of Helix Reviews, the podcast that is a proud member of the Christian Geek Central Network, a hub of all kinds of cool Christian geeky stuff from around the web, all funneled to christiangeekcentral.com. Check it out. Coming up on the show, I know I said this in my last episode, probably the episode before as well, but the the my favorite stuff of last year episode, It's it's been in the works for a while now, it should be the next episode. Uh, this episode wasn't, you know, I, I didn't necessarily plan this episode now before, it's more that since I, I got this, since, since I got this movie, 
I, I went ahead and I went up to watch it now and wanted to get the review out to you guys as quickly as possible so that, you know, hopefully you guys will be, you know, informed about this movie as quickly as possible. And plus, it was something I was really excited for because of the H.P. Lovecraft uh, connection. And so I, I wanted to get this review done and out to you guys quickly. Uh, I know that the <laughs> the favorite things the last year episode episode should not happen in the end of February. That makes no sense. But ultimately that's that seems like what's about to happen. But uh yeah, you you can still shoot me an email, Helix Reviews Podcast at gmail.com and you could technically I guess still enter the the contest for the Doctor Sleep Blu-ray slash 4K combo, shoot me an email, helixreviewspodcast at gmail.com, and tell me what was your favorite movie of last year and why. And the why can be just as big or as little as you want it to be. It's Avengers Endgame because it has all the coolest superheroes. Cool, that's all you want to say. Or you want to say, hey, my favorite movie was Ready or Not because, and then list down all these tons of things. You go for that too. I'll read it on the show on the next episode let me know and you'll be entered to win dr sleep on blu-ray and 4k and you also get a, a digital copy with that as well so that's all for this time guys this is david errington of the helix reviews podcast signing out bye bye guys